That was me being the intro, even though you just listened to the intro. Hi, friends. Hello. <laughs> this is Emma. And this is Shannon. And this is This Podcast Doesn't Exist. But it's a mailbag episode. Mail time. We decided that, yes, we did have plenty of stories from you all to tell the rest of you all. Um, I don't know why I'm saying you all instead of y'all like I usually do, but it felt more appropriate. I don't know. But we're excited. I'm excited anyway, because I know that there's at least one ghost story in here. Oh, no. Well, I only know that from like the title. Oh, okay. So I will say... This is a little bit different from our last mailbag episode. Uh, fans, family, friends that have been listening along, you know that we changed up our format um, in that we have not pre-read these emails. We have not previewed other than the subject line um, and who it's from. I just went through and I tagged which one of us would be reading. So it'll be a surprise to both the reader and the other host, and to you, the the listeners, unless you submitted uh, a letter, an email, for which we thank you. Yes, and if there are any typos, if there are any mis, like, pronounced words or anything like that, we claim no responsibility whatsoever. Um, we, again, have not read these yet, so this is our first crack at them, um, we, and we're very excited. We love a cold reading. Give me those pages, yeah. and I'm going to make up yeah. some stuff. Here we go. All right. Yeah. All right. So you have more than I do, Shannon. I do. I have one so more. So maybe you start. All right. Well, for fans of the pod, it will come as no surprise that we have an email from one of our our nearest and dearest, Haley. You may know them Yay! from their awesome memes. Stay tuned for more because I've been stockpiling them. Uh, oh my gosh. The amount the amount of beautiful every time that we drop an episode, I literally am like waiting until Haley listens and makes like somehow makes something gorgeous and sends it to us and it's like so they just whipped this up like oh Rude, how wonderful you are. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Every single time I I literally am telling Chris, like, I absolutely love Haley. Like, there's just the excitement. It's like Christmas morning. Well, I love especially it. Especially because between the two of us, we have about um, a single class, maybe. A single, like, 60-minute class worth of graphic design knowledge. So literally yes. anything we're like oh, wow this is amazing <laughs> all right so that concludes the Haley fangirl part of our episode um yep and now to the actual email the subject line notable ghost encounters in my family <gasps> oh my gosh you're reading a ghost story i am yes Oh, see, I don't, I don't believe that Haley is going to structure this in the same way that you do with all your haunted dolls. Which, sorry, you say that. <laughs> you say that. We've been through it before. I, we don't need to get into it I again. Know. I know. I do it, but okay. But as I, we know from I, our last okay. mailbag, Haley is some sort of conduit. I'm pretty sure for otherworldly situations. Has to be. 
They have to be. But let's see what they have to say about their family's experiences. Here we go. Although my mom refuses to acknowledge the ghost encounters in her life, the older women in my family were very open about it. I'm with mom. I'm with mom. Yeah, I'm already, I'm mom. already here, though. Team yeah. Haley's mom. When my grandma was growing up, my great-grandmother had obtained a wooden chest with the intent of my grandma and her sister using it to store their toys. I'm already concerned because of the Dybbuk box. No. I'm concerned. It, there's, there's a box. There's, there's a box involved. Is there a haunted clown inside? <laughs> they didn't write it on the outside, so I'm assuming not. <laughs> This was during the 1950s. The time isn't relevant to the story, just providing background. Also, I feel like nothing spooky like this happens nowadays. <laughs> and then it's... I mean, no one talks about and it. then it says, in parentheses, darn old-timey people and their good ghost encounters. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, all of my grandma's siblings, and even my great-grandma, reported seeing the ghosts of a little boy and girl sitting on the toy chest. This definitely... No, thank you. <laughs> this definitely spooked the family. So the chest was moved to a closet. Because, I mean, it was still a good chest and the ghost did no harm. Oh, see, at the beginning of that, I was on board. And then I was like, oh, but if it's haunted, I would just get rid of it. But they're like, no, it's a good, yeah, it's but, a good chest. And the ghost. But, I mean, if you... If you, as long as you can close the door on it, there's like a little bit of like safety about you that. You act like I guess. Robert the doll was walking around the whole house. You think he couldn't open a door? So was Annabelle. So yeah, I don't know. exactly. Anyway, my great aunt and my grandma would play with the ghost children because they saw what? them as friendly spirits. Ha ha! Psych. The ghost no. <laughs> The ghost children tried to kill my great aunt by throwing her out of the window of their second story house. I took it back. Haley, you, you're writing in all caps. You're doing it on purpose. Oh my god. Wait. Throw her out a window? Apparently. I believe my great grandma uh, oh came gosh. in and saw my great aunt being pulled to the open window and rescued her. <sighs> all right. <gasps> Moms to the rescue. My great aunt told me that the ghost children told her to jump out the window so they could play with them forever. No! Oh my god! When she refused, they got angry with her and decided to take matters into their own spectral hands. Ooh, good job, Haley. Good job. Good Good SAT usage. That incident was the deciding factor for getting rid of the toy chest. Okay, good, good. I have no idea where the chest ended up. I just hope that the ghost kids haven't been collecting more children after all these years. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There's a break in the email, so I just need to, like... Take a sip of wine. I will. I need to process collecting more children. Shannon's Shannon's got some mango Aldi wine that she's deli- like delighting in. You got so excited about that when you showed me. Because <laughs> I know you appreciate a wine that tastes like juice. I, yeah, we have I such do. sophisticated palates. No, I need it to taste like Manischewitz or nothing else. So, I just... Terrifying. 
Also, that was absolutely terrifying. Also, it reminds me of this book that I read in mid to late elementary school. How many? Okay, no, you. There's always there's always a book that you've read in middle school, elementary school, high school, college. It's just there's always that one book. Oh, I've got one more. I've got one. More. Usually, it's middle school. Actually, <laughs> when did the morbid fascination start? Middle school. This was this one was not a morbid one though. It was I mean sort of, but it was it's fictional. It's not real, but it's by Mary Downing. Han Hall? Question mark. And what is the name of it? Does it have ghosts in the title? Don't remember. But it was like this girl. There was a ghost down by the lake, and the ghost wanted to like lure her to the water. That's the TLDR, Ooh. and I'm not going to take you through the. Did she have a brother? I don't remember. Da, da, da. I remember reading the stories to tell in the dark. No. Absolutely. Nope. Mm-mm. I read all of it, and I remember in, like, that was in middle school. I remember in middle school being terrified to, like, go to sleep, that I would turn on every single light in my room and, like, lay on my back with the covers to my chin, like, trying not to cry as I went tried to go to sleep. Because it was like I, I binged it. I basically binged it throughout an entire school day and then got home and just terrified myself. The only one that I really remember, though, of that, because I think I blocked the rest from my memory, was the uh, ghost dog that was stuck in the basement of the house that someone had just bought. And there was just, like, scratching at the basement door and all of this. And the boy, like, opened the door. And, of course, there's nothing there. But he feels something brush past his leg. And then he's like, oh, weird, closes the door and goes to go to bed and feels a dog jump up onto the bed and curl up at his feet. And then it's just like, okay, this is chill. Like, that was the, that's the only one I remember, and I think it's because it's the most Yeah, because it's not scary. <laughs> also, Emma, I'm pretty sure you're just describing the plot of Frank and Weenie, the Tim Burton film. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> oh, and because... Except that's a physical dog. Because, Sorry, because it's so not an episode microphone. of this podcast doesn't exist without a random Tom King shout out living Tim Burton character, Tom King. Yep. We love you so much. <laughs> now I want Tim Burton to make a film about the chief archaeologist. I feel <gasps> like he would have fun with Amelia Earhart. Tim Burton. That would be incredible. He'd be like, yeah, oh, she's actually a zombie now. That's why you haven't found her yet. <laughs> I would love Anyway. That. Tim Burton's brain is insane. Okay, we're back to Haley's email. Yes. They write, side note, my great aunt was actually the one who taught me about witch writing. Do you know what this is? I've never heard of this. I have no clue what this is. Do we need to Google? No. Haley, I think, goes on to describe it. We're going to learn something. Oh, lovely. Incredible. Thank you, Haley. You terrify us. You make us laugh. You teach us things. You you draw us beautiful stuff. You make us beautiful things. Um, da, 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 taught me about witch riding. That's when you feel like someone is sitting on your chest slash you're being held down by a ghost. It would often happen to her, and the way to break it would be to wiggle a part of your body. She specified it being your foot. Okay. So, sort of like sleep paralysis kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it must be. If you want to learn more about that, you should check out our friend Sarah's podcast. It's called Dream Share. They talk about all, oh, all yeah. sorts of brain and sleep stuff. Yeah. Um, cool. And then there's a little bit more from okay. Haley's family. 
My great-grandma also had ghost encounters in the later years of her life. She lived in this housing community for old people, so I would presume it is definitely super haunted. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I can presume... uh, I don't know why, but she collected kitchen timers. Okay. During the night... Oh, no. During the night, her timers would go off. (gasps) And then it says... In parentheses. Now, okay, I may be partially to blame for this because even though I was told not to touch them, I still would. Though, Haley. The, um, they would also go off when she had no visitors that day. Most notably in her possession was the devil train. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what? Whoa, we jumped from kitchen timers to devil train. If if the devil train is a type of kitchen timer, I'm going to cry. No, I don't think so. Okay, so it says, This train was like a piggy bank and would make noise and drive when you put a coin in it. I think we can all see where this is going. Do we? No, I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue where this is going. Take, take, I need to hop on the double train, board. take a ride, see where it's going. But maybe don't buckle in to the train, though, in case we have to jump off I don't, Anastasia style. I don't want to. I'm going to, I'm going to, I was going to say hobo style. I'm just going to, like, hang on. We don't have the upper body strength to do that, though. But anyway. I don't, no. Um, the train would start in the middle of the night or fly off the shelf it was kept on. Even after she took the batteries out, the activity continued. Mm-mm, that's like a Furby. No, thank you. I think one night she woke up... Wait, what? I think one night she woke to the sight of the devil holding the train. Okay, all right. Is that why it's called the devil train? <laughs> but that is likely a family ur- urban legend. <laughs> Either way, she rebuked the spirit in the name of the Lord and banished it from her house and the haunting stopped. She never got rid Aww. of the train, and she pa- and when she passed in 2012, my twin brother and I begged my mom to let us have it. Very <laughs> rightfully so. My mom was hashtag team heck no. Woo! Aww. <laughs> so it got it got kicked out of the house. Yeah, I got trapped. Shout out to you, Haley's mom. I Haley's mom knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to continue it, but I like I couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't. Uh, I'm really proud of. Well that. done, well done. Thank you. All right. Well, that is the the end of our first email. Thank you, Haley, Ooh, as always, you, Haley. for all of your support, art, and fun stories. I, and yes. I have a feeling that there are even more. I think we might have another email from Haley, but keep them coming. Devil trains, Honestly. kitchen timers. Devil, devil train. It took me a minute to understand exactly what they were talking about when they were trying to describe devil, like the, that you put a coin in it and it started to like go. But I got it. I got there. I got there. All right. So this next email is from our number one fan, Jordan, our, bing- our bingo queen. Oh, um, we didn't go to our Instagram. <gasps> If you're listening Bingo! to the mailbag episode, you you're family yeah, at this point. You, better. you know how it works. Um, but you know, go and download the bingo card. Instagram, link tree, clink the clink, clink it. Clink like the, a coin in the devil the train. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So 
This is from our lovely Jordan. Specifically after Shannon's Titanic episode. So this title is, or the the, uh, subject line is just episode 17. (laughs) I'm glad you explained because I was like, what was episode 17? I don't remember. Yeah. Episode 17, straight to the point. So she says, guys, this episode. Number one. I went to t- that Titanic museum in Tennessee. <laughs> I've been a Titanic fan for a very long time. In college, my best friend and I went to the midnight showing of Titanic when it re-released in theaters around 2011-2012 and came prepared with costume jewelry heart of the ocean necklaces. <laughs> I can just imagine Iconic. I am, I I can just imagine walking into the movie theater being like, this is my moment. (laughs) I am the main character. Anyway, Austin, who is her boyfriend, and I went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee for our anniversary one year. And when I was researching things to do during our trip, I found the museum and immediately added it to our itinerary. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Sounds like you. I was pretty giddy the whole time and bought plenty of postcards at the end. In parentheses, it says, I think I might still have some. I bought so many. (laughs) Um, I know I took a picture of giddy Jordan before going into the museum, but now I can't find it. So she was going to send us a photo, but she says, if I do, I'll send it for your enjoyment. So hopefully, if you do find it, Jordan, this is a reminder to send it along if you do if you please please. we'd love to see your excitement outside of the titanic museum i can't wait jordan you're welcome to come on the road trip um our friend shelby and i are gonna go emma doesn't want to go because it'll freak her out i don't want to go so i just don't want to go in i'll go to gatlinburg i just don't want to go into the titanic museum you'll be like you'll be like the middle school mom that drops us off and then like goes Bye, kids. Like, Have fun. Have TGI Fridays or a Panera. <laughs> Read my magazine. I can't get alcohol at Panera, so I'll go to TGI there you Fridays. Go. <laughs> I'll find a dive bar to go sit in. Um, her second uh, bullet point is absolutely not regarding writing on a rec- recreation of the Titanic. That's no. valid. <laughs> so, thank you. She's team me for that one. Gifted and Talented, raises hand. I was put into the Gifted and Talented, we called it GT for short, group when I was in the first grade. First grade. She put that in all caps. <laughs> How do you even spot a, quote, gifted and talented child that young? <laughs> it's a very good point. I wonder if it's, like, mannerisms or, like, you know... I mean, I don't know how they do it. Maybe it's also just, like... One, two, three, all the threes go to Gifted and Talented. Bye. No, I had to take a test. And I didn't pass the first time. And my mom was like, you know. That doesn't make sense. Do it again. And the thing that I remember the most was not being mad that I didn't pass this test. But I was so upset because the description that the analyst or whoever, like the school counselor, I forget who was doing it. Part of the description, they described me as, like, a bespectacled young lady. And I was, I remember, like, pulling the report out of, like, the manila envelope that they gave me to take home to my mom and reading that and being like, what am I, 80? Like, what is happening? Also, the fact that you, 
you took you took a test and they're supposed to be looking into your I'm sure they were observing you at that point of like who you were as a person and how you were taking the test and what you were paying attention to the most that kind of stuff which is what I feel like they should be doing and they chose be spectacled as your adjective yeah I don't know that's uh well obviously they didn't do their job well but then you pass I so did. I just got moved into like the gifted and talented portion because of how like how further like how high my reading level was like how much further I was in that um that was the only reason and then they try and stick you in upper level math and you're like please excuse my dear aunt who uh what uh what's going on no I was in I called it I called it the stupid math but it was just stupid because I was stupid in the math um but I was in uh, like early junior level math, my last semester of senior year in high school, because I was like, I just I need to pass something. So, all right, back to Jordan. So she says, "How do you even spot a gifted and talented child that young? What do you look for? Why does it even matter?" Regardless. We were pulled from class for like an hour a week or something to work on special projects, kind of like what Shannon mentioned. I specifically remember doing a project where we picked an enigma to research, which is pretty cool considering that's right up your alley at This Podcast Doesn't Exist. She capitalized all of that. Thank you. I think I did mine on Amelia Earhart and the Bermuda Triangle. Throwback to episode four and to a previous episode of Shannon's as well. And yes, one of my favorite memes is something about how if you were a gifted, in a gifted and talented class when you were younger, you now have anxiety. Hey. Nailed it. <laughs> Welcome to the club. We should make t-shirts. Welcome. <laughs> also, she has, uh, which this episode should be um, exactly what she's saying. She says, four, I like 45 to 60 minute episodes. <laughs> Sorry about the last two weeks. The earlier ones that were on, like, the 30-minute side felt too short. I like the interactive talk and sidetracks, which says something, because that's usually the aspect of podcasts that I hate, which I do know this about her. She's, Jordan is very much, Jordan, you are very much on the side of, like, going to podcasts, not just to enjoy them, but to, like, learn something. Like, she's, like, she wants to learn while she's listening. So I can understand why sometimes the sidetracks are a bit much, but I bet you the reason you like it, Jordan, is because you like us, so... Thanks. That's gotta be it. Also, I want to apologize right. for the long episodes, because you can just, like, pause in the middle, and you basically have two episodes. That's true. Also, we're just making Chris get even more buff at the gym, because he has to stay at the gym <laughs> for two hours now. He told me, he told me during, not the last episode, but the episode before yours, uh, or, like, the Kennedy one, um, he was saying that he, like, he went to the gym went to turn on the podcast, looked at how long it was, and goes, I'm going to be listening to this all night. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, I have to listen to it while I'm while I'm on in the gym, like on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And so he's only there for like 45 minutes to an hour, maybe. And so after that, he's like, he comes upstairs and he's like, I have like 57 minutes left. I gotta take a walk. <laughs> well, he was like, well, if I if I listen to it, like, on loud when I'm in the shower, and then I, like, get out, and I get dressed, and then I go take Penny for a walk, it'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry. He's so committed, though. He's so committed to listening to us, and I appreciate well, it. Well, he has to be, but we appreciate him nonetheless. 
Yes. Lastly, Jordan has included, um, she says, also, you know I'm always working to retain my title as hashtag number one fan. So here are some bingo card ideas. <laughs> she says, quote, you can see this on our Instagram. That's <laughs> one of the bingo card ideas. <laughs> uh, in quotes, detour. So like any kind oh, of no. like... That would be that would be an entire episode. It would be this episode. Um, aliens, which I think is on there. Um, maybe it's not, though. I feel like people have told... We talk about it like it is, but I, maybe it's not. But it's not, yeah. Um, she says, just basic conspiracy. A museum exhibit exists on the topic mm. we're talking about, which I think is a really good one. Because that's popped up quite a lot. Shout out to um, the World Carrot Museum. A, we're your number I can't one wait. Fan. Yeah, I can't wait until we can actually go and see if it's in a real it's museum. It's some guy's basement. You know it's some guy's basement. <laughs> like, right down the road from just, the Tesco. With carrots, with carrots, with carrots under glass and hanging from the ceiling. Like, <laughs> I don't like it, I don't like it. His parents are like, it could be drugs. It could be drugs, <laughs> but it's not. Could be dug- drugs, but instead, it's carrots. It's root vegetables. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Um, she says, hosts nerd out on the topic. In quotes, cursed. In quotes, references are made in the show notes. <laughs> and lastly, Emma's episode makes Shannon cry. <laughs> Keep it up. Love you guys. Aww, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. We appreciate it. Uh, I loved that. <laughs> Emma makes Shannon cry. Uh, I mean, I, again, I, I am going to hold up and this, I will say this episode does not count Shannon. So I will, I will add a week to my two month thought on my, uh, hiatus from creepy and your creepy hiatus, creepy hiatus. That makes the hiatus sound creepy. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Are you I ready? Know. I can make it creepy. Speaking of creepy, are you ready Ooh. for some more ghost stories? Yes. So this email is also from Haley. You got all the ghost stories. Well, because I've just I've been alternating as the we're reading these from oldest email to most recent email. So that's just how the the cookie crumbles, as they say. That's just how the ghosties pop up. Yeah, doesn't work as yeah, well. Um, not as good, not as good as your Continue. earlier improv. Continue. All right. There needs to be another on the bingo card. Emma makes a joke that doesn't work. <laughs> there we go. All right. So the subject line of this is Sweetbriar Ghosts. Ooh. Oh, I have a couple stories about so this. So you can cross off your college story uh, on your bingo card. All right. So Haley writes, as a prospective student, one admissions email that stood out to me was about the two... The two G's of Sweetbriar, ghosts and gardens. Oh my god! I gosh. found it very odd that they were advertising their ghosts right along with their historical gardens. As a Scooby-Doo fan, I was hooked, though. Disappointingly, my first year at Sweetbriar went by ghost-free. However... Oh, that's interesting, considering they're a conduit. I mean, 
The college is stressful. Maybe you were putting off your aura wasn't you weren't in tune or something. <laughs> your aura wasn't presenting as I'm the conduit come towards. I don't know. Or the ghosts were sleeping. However, my friends and I had formed our own Mystery Inc. and we did do some ghost hunting. One stop on our ghost hunt was the library. As we previously heard from Ruth, there has been some ghosty activity. There we learned of Madame Cochran, who the library was named after. She was not president, but I believe her son was. I can't remember who her son was, though. Unimportant. Who cares? Yeah. Anyways, the librarian working there told us about her encounter with a Babcock ghost. This was during the time Sweetbriar Theater did Little Women, so 2008. She was on the costuming crew, and for that production, they were using rented costumes. At the end of a show, she was going around checking to make sure all the costumes were being returned. She looked out the side door of the green room to remind any actors out there. There she saw a man dressed in period clothes who appeared to be smoking. She scolded him for smoking in costume and told him it was time to get changed. The man slowly turned and black smoke in the shape of a man faced her and then vanished. Ah! My first job on campus was working at Pinnell Gallery and the Sweetbriar Museum. Uh, We're just breezing past How that? did I never have that job? Well, I think they're going to talk about their, their own ghost stories and then we can like analyze. Oh, that's, that's fair. Okay. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, why did I'm didn't so jealous? I would have loved job. that. I was such a Sweetbriar nerd. Uh, the Sweetbriar Museum is pretty much in the basement of the alumni house. And when I first started, they yep. told me to feel free to give a call in case I started to get spooked by being alone down there. Slash saw ghost. Gotta love that Aww. work orientation. Like, hey, by the way, no, sh- no shame. You could totally tap out. No. Anyways, for hours I would be in the museum. During one of my shifts, I actually watched a DVD copy of Shannon's senior show. Oh! Oh! That's so true. Shannon's senior senior show, which is apparently a tongue twister for me, was actually... Was it your uh, your one-woman show, or was it She Kills Monsters? Probably She Kills Monsters. Well, because... Did you record your... I did, but it's not in the library. But you can check out my honest project from the library. I see. Shannon's production of She Kills Monsters was awesome. It was so well done and so well produced. Shannon directed it and produced it. It was her senior project, obviously, so she was a huge part of it, but it was awesome. Thank you. Maybe someday I will finish a bottle of wine and watch it. I still haven't watched the recording. Oh my gosh, we should totally watch the recording. You know, considering it was five years ago. Was it really five years yes, ago? Yes, because I graduated in 2016. Oh, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I forget that Haley and I never attended Sweetbriar at the same time. That's true. They came in. Only, the, yeah. The, they started in 2016. But anyway, thanks for and, thanks for watching, yeah. Haley. That's nice. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. So, okay. The museum had a mixture of things from tap club memorabilia to save Sweetbriar mementos. The most 100% haunted of the stuff were Daisy's clothes and a lock of hair on display. Oh, no. No. Now, I've watched enough Supernatural to know that the fact that her hair is the reason... uh, No, 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 no. I can't read. I got too excited. (laughs) 
Now, I've watched enough Supernatural to know that the fact that her hair is there is the reason her spirit is still messing around on campus. It needs yeah, to you be don't, burned. Yeah. Yes. Correct. That is the only time if it's a... Like, remember when I said don't burn things? Yeah, that's if they're attached to objects that were not of them. So if it's, like, hair or if it's anything that was a part of them, you can burn it if it wasn't buried with them because it needs to disappear. Well, here's my thing, though. And I've thought about this back when I watched Supernatural. I... As a human being with long hair, shed. Yeah. Which means you could never kill my spirit because my hair is everywhere. I think it's more so the intention with with which the hair was cut from her head. So it was meant to be saved as a memento and was taken probably from her dead body to be saved it was a victorian thing like they were really into the victorians were super morbid so they really when it came to death they were like yep this happens we're going to take photographs with the dead to make sure that we have a photo with them um all that kind of stuff and they had lockets and rings and stuff like that where they would either keep hair in a locket pour resin over hair in order to keep it Um, They would keep it in, like, little, uh, they would, like, braid the hair of the dead person, like, into a bracelet and wear it. Like, it, it got real creepy. So that doesn't surprise me, considering that Daisy died during the Victorian era. So, doesn't surprise me that her hair is there. I will say, though, Haley is probably right in saying that Ish needs to be burned. Well... Let's read on, because maybe... Also, Daisy's not necessarily a... Because I've encountered Daisy. Daisy is not a... Malicious spirit. Malicious spirit, yes. I couldn't think of a good There you one. go. I was going to say creepy, and I was like, yeah, she's creepy because she's a ghost, but... I, I wouldn't know. We've never met. Um, okay, the museum also had portraits of Daisy, Indiana, and I believe Elijah Fletcher... And, the, and a whole lot of their 1800s furniture. Whenever I had to open or close the museum, I had a specific order for turning on lights so I would never be in the dark with the portraits. Good plan, Haley. Smart. Smart. I would also address their portraits every time. Big ghost energy in that museum. Thankfully, I had no enc- ghost encounters during my time there. Cool. I feel, I feel like it's always better to just err on the side of caution. Like... If you feel a little silly, big deal. If the ghost is real, it is appeased. And if it's not real, you feel a little little silly. Okay, no harm done. Yeah, like Dad and Liam seeing Robert being like, we're not going to mess with that. Nope. Might not believe in it, but we're not going to mess with it. it, You know? Um, It's like when you go on a college tour and they tell you, they're like, legend says if you step on the seal, you'll never graduate. And you don't even know if you're applying to that school yet, but you're like, better not risk it. Shwoop. Yeah, or, like, walk across, uh, like, whatever bridge or uh, entryway that you're not supposed to mm-hmm. before you are, like, a senior or anything like that, so. All right, here we go. We're getting into it. My own personal sweetbriar ghost encounter came my sophomore year. I was living in grammar that year on the third top floor. Apparently, the top floors in all the dorms are haunted. 
Good to know. We Seeing we as- lived on the third floor, the top floor of Reed, our first year. That's where I encountered Daisy. Do you want to talk about it now or at the end of Haley's email? We can talk about it okay. at the end. I want to know what Haley's. Anyways, was. I was uh, I was awoken in the middle of the night by the foot of my bed being shaken. <gasps> I had that knowing feeling that it was a ghost doing it. I didn't have the courage to look directly at it, as I knew Correct. that if I did, I would see something I didn't want to see. Oh, Indirectly, really? I tried to look at it in the mirror on the back of the door, which I could see from my Ooh, bed. That's creepier. That's creepier. In the mirror, I saw this white swirling fog. Oh, snap. My brain tried to rationalize it as me actually seeing my feet kicking under the blankets. I covered my head and went back to sleep. How? When I woke up, I decided to see if I could actually see my feet in the mirror while I laid on my bed. I could not. But I could see my roommate's desk. I brought this up to them, and they told me that last night they had felt an energy in the spot I could see from the mirror. As Sweetbriar and witches go hand in hand, we drew up protection symbols and placed them around the room, on the door, and drew it on us. This, however, did not stop the spook when my roommate told me they were going to be gone that night. No! (laughs) I love that your roommate was like, hey, I'll help you out. We're going to draw some stuff. By the way, I'm outie. Bye! That's the worst. Um, My friend who lived in Carson was also having ghost encounters and was afraid to sleep alone. So we had a sleepover in her room, and I made this. And then it's a photo. You can look on the email, Emma. Um, We will put it on our Instagram, Jordan. Um, And it's a ghost (laughs) wearing a hat, and it says, Having a sleepover with your friend because you are both afraid to sleep alone because of possible ghosts in your room. And at the bottom, in, like, cursive, girly writing, it's like, Just sweep our things. That's great. Wasn't that the Tumblr? There was like a there was a Sweetbriar problems Tumblr circa like 2014. Ah. Um, Run by Annie. Um, Okay, Uh, Haley says I'm also pretty sure I saw the Babcock ghost fall of 2019. I was staying up late doing lighting with Cheryl, and I saw a humanoid shadow pass in front of the open window of the old booth. I mentioned no, thank you. Oh, the old booth. Yeah. Oh. I mentioned that it was open to debunk the theory that I just saw a reflection on the glass. Also, whenever I was doing solo work in the beams, I always had a feeling I was not alone slash that I was being watched. Honestly, that's just the Babcock vibe. I 100% blame the theater ghost for all the times the light board completely died during Tech Week. Correct. That is correct. The old booth in Babcock is honestly... Like, I remember being in there by myself during Richard III and being so scared during the show. Like, there was a whole long bit of the show where I did nothing Mm. doing sound because it was, like, a really long show. And there was a really long, like, just them talking to each other, so there wasn't much to do. And all I could feel was, like something's watching me and I don't like it. I can't, I've never been up in the beams in Babcock, but I can just assume that it feels like you're being watched. I was always so afraid when I was up in the beams because I'm afraid of heights that I didn't have time to be afraid of ghosts. But I hated, um, so downstairs in the basement, kind of all the dressing rooms end up being women's dressing rooms because it's a women's college. Um, But they're labeled as like the men's dressing room that has the drafting tables 
Um, and yeah. then there's the makeup room, and then there's the women's dressing room. And the bathroom in the women's dressing room. Yes. I always felt like there was a presence in, like, the top left corner. And I always yes. felt so awkward when I would be, like, at intermission using I the bathroom. I just need to pee. You're like, can I, excuse me, can I just be alone? Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Can you, uh, um, would you like to share about your Daisy experience, Emma? Yes. My assumption is that this is Daisy. Only because it happened in Reed, and Reed was one of the uh, very first buildings um, that was made for the college in Sweetbriar, right? Or was there at the very beginning, at the very least? Yeah, it's one of the older dorms. The first, the first yeah. dorms were Gray and Carson, and then yeah. yeah. But it's relatively old, right behind ben, it's, right behind it's, Pinnell. But I think it was it was a it was a different like it was a a, a school building rather than a dorm building before that. No, right? it was always I a dorm. Know. Maybe they just did it really. But nice. okay. it was one of the older ones compared to like Dew. Okay, and definitely oh, yeah, Meadowglass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like those are all mon- linoleum floors and yeah. Yeah. In any in any case, Reed is a fairly old building, as a lot of the buildings in Sweetbriar are. But it's on the main portion quad. of Sweetbriar, like the little quad that we. I got. love that you say main um, portion, as if there's so many sec. It's no, it's the main quad, upper quad, lower like, quad, and then a driveway up, yeah. out to the, the the science and theater buildings. That's fair, but when you're like, oh, I'm standing in the quad, it's like one of the buildings that you can very clearly see. So, in any case, our first year there, Mm -hmm. Shannon and I lived on the top floor of Reed on the Honors Hall. And I was with my roommate at one of the far bedrooms at, like, the very, basically uh, closest to the stairs, I guess. Um, And I would be late because of theater that I'd come into our bedroom and my roommate Alexis would be already asleep or anything like that so I'd be trying try and be quiet and all of this so there's one night that I walk in and I'm trying to be super quiet and I close the door and I lock it and I like you know get ready for bed and I get in bed I'm laying in bed and there's you know just trying to fall asleep And all of a sudden, I hear what sounds like a ball being dropped and bouncing and then being picked up and being dropped and bouncing and being picked up. And it happens a couple times. And I'm like, okay, something's wrong with the door or something. Like, it it, it must be something like it must be the door banging or it must be like a window or maybe someone else is doing something in the hallway. So I go and I look out into the hallway. Of course, no one's there. It's like maybe midnight at this point. Um And I'm like, okay, weird. So I close the door. I, like, make sure it's secure. I lock it, all that. Go back to bed. Another, like, five minutes passes and it happens again. And so now I'm, like, freaked out because it's midnight. I'm tired. I'm, like, a first-year college student, first semester, and I'm, like, exhausted out of my mind. So I'm laying there and I just go, Daisy, please stop. And in the middle of the ball sounding like it was being dropped, it got picked up and nothing happened. Stop. Why have I never heard this story? Because you don't like ghost stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the other one was that I think it, it was either me being completely absent-minded, which is totally a possibility, or it was Daisy messing with me, um, which was I had these slippers that I would wear around my room, 
and I would put them next to my bed in the morning and I would put them next to my bed when I would like go to get in bed. They were usually in the same spot. They never really moved or anything like that, that I thought. And multiple times for like a month, I would come back to the room and my slippers would be like in the middle of the room. And Alexis had no reason to do this to me, but she also wasn't the kind of person that would like go and put them back. So it was either like, I absent, like, I I just can't imagine myself absentmindedly and then completely forgetting that I put my slippers in the middle of the, (laughs) of the room. This is not a large room. So I honestly think it was Daisy just messing with me. And then after a while I was like, okay, Daisy, we're done. Like I'm putting these over here and it never happened again. So it, it, Daisy listens when you ask her to stop. There you go. On a related note, I'm just going to share. I posted on Facebook asking people to send in their stories, uh, whether or not they are listeners of the podcast. So I don't know if any of the following fabulous women listen. I hope they do. Um, But Kristen commented and said, do y'all remember Daisy knocking on the window in the staircase in Reed our first year? Uh, We lifted Sarah up and she knocked and Daisy knocked back. So remember the (gasps) one side of um, the building, our floor was the top of the staircase, but the other side had a little short staircase that went up to like a door with a window to the attic. Yeah. So I was not here for this, but I heard about it from my roommate, Jackie, Um, but that they knocked and somebody knocked back and then um, she was known... People would blame Daisy for throwing their posters off the wall. I kind of blame that they were really old, like, plaster walls. But... <laughs> yeah, also, it depends on what you use to stick them right. up, so... Um, but, and then Jackie, my roommate, says um, that various people would hear someone walking in the attic at night. I think yours is yeah, creepier, I heard, but... I mean, I, I had heard walking before, too, but that was, it was very, mine was very distinctly, it genuinely sounded like someone was, like, either tapping on the floor in a weird way or, like, dropping a ball, so. Um, also, apparently, if you had to pick, Emma, we're just airing some laundry. Oh, gosh. you had to pick, who would you say is one of my least favorite professors that you and I ever had class with? Oh, golly, I'm not going to remember her name. But you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. I won't say her name because I don't, I don't know. I don't want to put out bad I genuinely don't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. But yes, but she was an anthropology professor. And she apparently brought in a medium slash ghost hunter from Gettysburg. And they went, their class like went through. And (laughs) Kirsten was like, I did not enjoy which I think of is course very not. funny. Um, I feel like Kirsten, out of all people that I can think of who would be forced to go on it, Kirsten would be the no-nonsense, like, I don't she's like, like this. I'm a why scientist. Am, why do I have to I do don't, this? I don't know. Also, um, they mentioned the sci-fi show. The, um, what was it? Oh, like, yeah. Schools. I forget. School Spirits. School Spirits. That premiered, That's like, right was. before we went for our freshman year. Yeah. I remember watching it. I was at I was at my parents' beach house when I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." That's I was the, that's the school I applied to. I was watching <laughs> it. I specifically tuned in, but I was like, "Alone," because it aired at like ten o'clock at night. So I was like alone yeah. on the first floor of our house, and like all the lights were out, and I was like, "I was no, freaked you. out." I was like, "Oh God, what am I? What I'm already nervous about done? going to college with my peers." 
Gross. <laughs> I have to go to college with ghosts? ghosts. All right, Emma, we promised the people a short and sweet mailbag episode. We want to please our number one fan, Jordan. I think we're about at 45, 50 minutes now. So I say let's wrap it up. We have some juicy stories to get to. I assume they're juicy. I haven't read them. Um, But they're stories that we are going to enjoy regardless. Yes. Uh, So thank you for listening. Um, You know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, share, follow. Send us your own emails. All the things. Please. Any ghost stories, um, I might not be the one that reads them, but it doesn't matter because I'm still going to hear it and I'm still going to be really excited about it. Um, Thank you to everyone who did write in um, and that we read during this episode. We really appreciate it and we really love you. Um, But you'll be able to hear our next uh, iteration of this mailbag group um, at some point next week. It might be early. It might be Friday. It might be Monday. It might be something in the middle. We'll find out. We don't know. So until then, remember, this podcast doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. I tried. I really well, tried. Yeah. Okay. Okay, love you. Bye.